Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, welcome to the Transform You Live show, the only place where you can make real life and business transformation, harnessing the power of optimism, hope, and faith. But before we get into today's episode, let's hear from our sponsor. Have you been furloughed by the COVID-19 pandemic and looking for extra income? We have a solution for you. Head over to www.joinfunbiz.com and partner with a team you can trust who will treat you like family, marketing organic products that work, targeting weight loss and inflammation. We have over 80 natural organic and CBD products. With everything that's happening in the world, We all need a plan B. You can work part-time or full-time. You can work from home and get paid instantly. This is an independent contractor position. Take a free tour to learn more. www.joinfunbiz.com That's J-L-I-N-F-U-N-B-I-Z Hello, my people, my people, my people. Welcome back to another amazing show. Uh, This is the Transform You Live show, the only show where you can make real life and business transformation. Ours in the power, optimism, hope, and faith. Uh, Today, we have a very great guest here, you know, a very profound uh, story. Indeed, it is. But before we get into the story, I want to just shortly introduce Rebecca Bay uh, Thompson. She's an experienced speaker writer, consultant, facilitator, and coach with more than 30 years in the manufacturing, aerospace, and healthcare industries. She has been an internal and external consultant for many years, working with such companies as Eastman Kodak, General Motors, and Blue Cross Blue Shield, North Carolina, mostly in the fields of leadership and team development, work systems redesign, organizational change, and cultural change. Culture change. Uh, currently, she is the principal of a Evolve Without Limits, a coaching and consulting practice, but that is the only part of her story. The rest is a chronicle of personal courage and spiritual expansion that defies conventional wisdom. From an engineer skeptic, she made a fascinating right turn. Frustrated by her now ex-husband's increasing alcoholism, Rebecca embarked on a healing journey which led her to explore a variety of spiritual practices. She learned how to love herself and found freedom from a situation in which she thought she was stuck. Along the way, she became a Reiki master, certified crystal therapist, a shamanic coach, and incorporates all these expertise into coaching and her consulting practice. But it's her talks with the moon that you will be amazed by. Rebecca will tell her story in her new book, uh, Rebecca Rising, How I Found Courage and Self-Love Through Friendship, Coaching, and Conversations with the Moon, a memoir, chronicling her healing journey and in addition her and her friend and her colleague as well 
Darlene Ryan co-authored Sunday at 8.30, Two Decades of Life Planning. So I want to hear about this and much, much more as she is very passionate about helping people and, you know, learning about themselves and, uh, and, and, and enhancing uh, the, the ability to self-love. So let's talk with Rebecca. You know, there was so much of a mom book there. <laughs> so how's it going, Rebecca? Great. Thank you, Marcus. I'm so happy to be here today and thank you for having me as your guest. Yeah, it's it's truly a pleasure. It, it, indeed, it is, you know, to, to have you, um, someone with such a vast body of work, uh, someone who's uh, definitely uh, doing many great things. Um, so, you know, before we get into where you are now, I want to dive in a little bit to, you know, the transformation journey, you know, from where you from where you started to where you are now, you know, so I think that's very, you know, very, very important that we, you know, get into, a little bit into the meat and potatoes of the bridge. Okay. So just a little bit of backstory on me. I, I just I started life as a small town girl from Western Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh area, and was raised in the Presbyterian Church. Um, so just kind of a, you know, kind of a quiet background and um, went to college at Penn State and majored in industrial engineering and married my college boyfriend. We moved to Rochester, New York, and I got a job at that time, which was in Kodak. And my husband also got an engineering job. And we um, we started raising kids, bought a house, got a dog, you know, all this stuff, put up a picket fence. <laughs> that yeah. sounds kind of cliche, but we actually did it. Yeah. Um, and everything was going great, you know, until it wasn't, right? So right. It's, it's, he, um, he started his own engineering business and it was going well for a while. And then his business started to fail and he began to drink heavily. His clients weren't paying their bills, and so we weren't paying our bills. Um, so he ultimately he got a job, and we moved to another state. But uh, he ended up getting two DUIs. He lost one job, and then another, and everything just seemed to be kind of spiraling out of control. Um, and you know, you know, I, I continued to maintain my career and manage the household and all that. Um, but in my increasing frustration and unhappiness, I started on what I later saw as a spiritual journey. Yeah, it, it, it's quite amazing, you know, how, you know, we can have, have, you know, quote unquote, have it all, you know, and, and have, you know, what, what we're told to do, you know, uh, from very own, you know, go to school, you know, get that nice career, get married, you know, have the kids, have the dog, have the pick fence, you know, but yet, you know, they never tell us to do that inner work. So, you know, as you see, you know, Gee, the, the brokenness in your husband, you know, did you begin to see that like, hey, you know, before I even begin to point some fingers at him, maybe there's some some stuff that I should, you know, begin to, you know, start working on, even though I don't have the alcoholism going on in my own life. It actually took me a while to get to that point, Marcus, where I yeah. could see that I needed to work on myself. Um, the universe actually kind of hit me over the head um, by by presenting opportunities to me um, to just explore some new ideas. And like I said, I came from a pretty narrow background and um, really wasn't thinking a lot about my, you know, my spiritual journey or anything like that. So it was very gradual. It didn't happen overnight, but I started just getting invited to different experiences, like a dowsing workshop and a Reiki workshop. And, you know, I'd go because I liked the people that invited me. And it's like, I'm just curious to find out about this. Very skeptical as an engineer, um, but it, over time, I'd say you know going through the different spiritual practices and also um, going through Al-Anon, um, you know, which is a support group for people that are worried about someone's drinking. 
um, I was able to see, you know, it, it was really about me. You know, I needed to stop being so obsessed with what he was doing and, and work on myself. And that's ultimately yeah. what I continued to do and continue to do today, too. Yeah, that, that's really, really fascinating, you know, and um, it, it, it is incredible how, you know, when we start to like branch out and really start surrounding ourselves with people who's, you know, um, you know, doing, you know, doing the things that like, you know, hey, you know, like, and it looks kind of weird, you know, why are they, why are they so happy about, about breaking, you, know? <laughs> you know, but I'll go anyways and check it out, you know, and then, you know, uh, it latched on to, you know, it was, it was already pulling you, you know, um, in that direction. Uh, and, you know, and then, like you said, you know, um, you know, the, the AA meeting, you know, it, it did something different, different for you. And you, you realize like, man, you know, uh, you know, maybe there is something, you know, something much bigger out there, you know, um, in this world for me to, you know, start, you know, um, you know, stumping in the puddle too. Uh, so, uh, so with that being said, you know, what, what was the first thing you did, you know, um, was it was the was it the divorce first or was there you know something something else that happened uh, in between? Um, it was a long time. The divorce was a long time in coming. I hung on for a really long time, and I think that was for a number of reasons. I mean, partly I was just trying to keep things normal for my kids. Um, you know, they were at the time the book takes place. They were all like high school age ish. Right. Um, you know, I'm just trying to keep things as normal as possible, keep all the balls in the air. And, you know, I came from this background where I thought you were supposed to be married for life, you know, so I was trying to make a go of it. And he kept uh, changing jobs and we would move. And I think, well, this is a fresh start. You know, everything's going to be fine now. You know, yeah. <laughs> I suppose I was in denial or, you know, I like to think of just being optimistic or whatever, but, um, you know, so there were a lot of reasons. And, you know, another reason I stayed for so long is I didn't know if I could make it on my own. You know, I'd never lived by myself. I came mm. right out of college and we got married and I I didn't know how to be on my own. So I was kind of scared. Um, so there were a lot of reasons. And um, so I think it was, you know, just embarking on this spiritual journey and getting exposed to a lot of different ideas. I started to realize that life could be different for me. And then kind of the culmination of it really was asking him to move out. So it was a long time in coming. I think the book covers about 10 years of, of um, yeah. you know, me getting more and more frustrated, but at the same time, you know, seeing, well, you know what, you could take some action. You could do something about this. Indeed, indeed. And as we pivot forward a little bit, but, you know, not too forward, you know, um, you know, what was it really like, you know, writing that book and, you know, having to like, you know, put yourself back in that frustration, back in those emotions, you know, um, I, I'm quite sure, you know, you had to really, you know, kind of ground yourself along the way and tell us what you did to, you know, um, you know, to, to really push yourself through and make some completion in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, writing the book, it was a kind of an emotional experience. I've kept journals for years, and so I had lots of journal entries. So I actually went back and read a lot of that. And what really struck me is how I kept writing a lot of the same things over and over because I, I did, you know, have the same kind of experiences over and over with this in this yeah. marriage. And um, so it was embarrassing in a way to see how I put up with things for so long and didn't do anything about it. So I, I, in addition to just, you know, a little bit gut-wrenching it was also kind of embarrassing to see how long i stayed and what i put up with yeah i, I really feel like a lot of people you know feel that way and um and i think 
the best, yeah, I think you did an incredible job of like maintaining your sanity. Um, you know, like, uh, you know, ultimately, you know, um, through, through it all, you know, do, do journaling, you know, journaling is very, very important. And then you, you, you demonstrated such high vulnerability uh, by, you know, actually publishing, you know, m many people, you know, w would be very reluctant to uh, publish you know, such, you know, um, sacred things here and, um, you know, without, you know, without the criticism, um, w was there any, any stuck period? Uh, or any uh, reluctance on your part, you know, um, like, hey, you know, I got, I didn't finish a book, you know, like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, certainly there were, there's some, there's some fear, definitely some fear of how it's going to be received. And, you know, and while I was married, I was putting up this facade to my, you know, friends and family, you know, right. of, you know, I've got this perfect life. You know, everything's fine. And on the surface, it, it seemed to be. And so I've had so many people say to me, close friends say, I had no idea you were going through all that. And um, my children, of course, I was worried about what they would think of me publishing this. And they were worried, too. They knew I was writing it. Mm -hmm. And um, they were worried about what I was going to say. And I intentionally didn't um, talk a lot about them in the book because, you know, they were teenagers, so they were going through their own stuff. And there were probably a lot of stories I could have told about them, but they weren't my stories to tell. You know, I really focused on myself and my marriage and what was going on. And um, kids are, you know, in the story, but not a, a large part of it. And now they are super supportive. They've just really been incredible. Um, they all kind of, they didn't want to talk about it. You know, they, they, didn't, yeah. they didn't want to talk about the book. and. Um, but they all bought it and kind of secretly read it <laughs> and then it would kind of bring it up in conversation because I knew that they read it, um, but they've, they've really been incredibly supportive. That's, that's truly great. You know, and, uh, a lot of times what, you know, uh, what, what a good spiritual journey does for you, it does empower you. It does allow you to, to walk over those, those barriers you have, uh, created in your own head, usually. And um, to you know, step away from from the, some of those those negative cores that you have been stuck on, you know. Um, and I, I can certainly see you know where a lot of the that you know that fear came from, you know, that stuck that stuckness came from, and you were able to conquer it. Um, now, was there any specific you know spiritual practices that you you know incorporated you know uh, to 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 give you give you that strong courage that you have now? Oh, a lot of different things. You know, I actually made myself a whole menu of spiritual practices because I've, I've accumulated so many tools along the way, and it's actually really cool. And um, so I have I have a, a list of things. I do meditate um, and a lot of different forms of meditation, whether you're like walking or sitting or, um, you know, doing yoga or I, I love light candles. I love crystals. I have a whole collection of of rocks <laughs> that I just love. Yeah, gratitude um, rocks. <laughs> yes. Uh, so there's just lots of different things that I do, and there's just not enough hours in the week <laughs> to do them all. But I, I would like to. I like to pick something off of my list, you know, and do something different every day. Really. Great. You know, um, but it's not. Let's not forget about you know the fact, the mere fact that you know you you had a a friend. Now, where where did the friend you know um you know Darlene you know wh you know where did she fit in 
you know, um, as you know, you had a lot of conversation with her. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And let's, let's you know, maybe let's explore, let's explore that friendship a little bit. Yeah. Um, so we were, we worked together um, early in our careers. We were young engineers together and young moms. And we started doing stuff outside of work with kids. And we each had three and they were about the same ages. And at some point we took a class in life planning. And we, it was sponsored through our work, but because, you know, it's supposed to make more productive, you know, goal setting and all that kind of thing. But it turned out to be a lot bigger than just being productive at work. It was about all aspects of life. So um, looked at, you know, um, your career, but also your health and finances and your relationships and all kinds of stuff. So we started using that process together and we used it for years. And continue to use it but we've modified it a lot over the years to really make it our own um so when i um when i moved i was living in the same city with her for many years and when i moved out of state we didn't know what was going to happen you know how you move away and you don't know if you're going to keep in touch um so we made a promise to each other that we were going to talk on the phone every week and we have done that and that's where the title of the book title of the book is called sunday at 8 30 and um, it comes from, it's a little trial and error, but that's actually the time that we landed on that we talk every week, even to the point where our families are like, hey, it's Sunday, 8.30, you know, <laughs> talk to Darlene. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. So it's, it's been, it's really has been a blessing um, to have um, that level of support and from a friend. I mean, it's, it's really indescribable. Yeah. And she's really helped me through everything that's happened in my life over the past 20 years. Yeah, you know, I, I really like the uh, the part where you say that you guys, um, you know, started, you know, with the life plan, and 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 then you took what you guys learned, you know, from from that life plan, and and um, you know, customized it to yourself, you guys yourself. Um, a lot of times people just stick with the same template, and they don't really, you know, get to the point of the exercise. Uh, the point of the exercise is truly customize it the way you you really want it to look like, and you guys did that with you guys' friendship, and you know, um. And maintain it on uh, these many years um i think that's very inspiring uh very for fun and you know um and I, it is quite quite uh, you know funny you know when you <laughs> when you you know you develop that stronger bond it you know uh, it's, it radiates outward to even family members to say hey you know what's yeah. going on with Ali? what's going on with Becca? <laughs> so, exactly. you know, that's great you know that's really great uh, so so with you know uh, with that being said, you know, um, you know, you you also um, have uh, with you know the uh, with the book and uh, seven at eight thirty. You know, uh, what 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 else do we you know expect you know from you know just hearing hearing about uh, the journey uh, in the in, in that particular book. Sure. Um, yeah. So that book, um, we describe the life planning process that we're using now. So um, it involves, you know, kind of doing some visioning and brainstorming about what you would like to be or do or have in all the different areas of your life and then setting some goals in those areas. And then we share personal stories 
in each of those areas. So whether again it's spiritual or career or health, um, we share some of the goals that we've set and what has happened. And you know, life doesn't always go according to plan. You can plan your life, but it doesn't always work out that way. So we, we share some of those twists and turns in the book. And then at the back of the book, we give some worksheets so that people could actually use our process for themselves. Um, another thing that we always do is we read books together. So every year we go on a retreat. So we, we in addition to talking once a week on the phone, we go on a retreat every year for a few days and we plan the following year and we celebrate what we've accomplished in the previous year. And we also select what books we're going to read for the year. So we always end up at a bookstore or something and uh, pick out a bunch of books. And so at the, one of the appendix at the back of our book, we list all the books we've read over 20 years. So there's over 200 books in yeah. there. So some people have said that just getting the book list is worth the price of the book. It just gives them, and it's very eclectic. I mean, it's all over the map, anything from Stephen Covey, you know, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People to like classics like Jane Eyre, or, you know, all kinds of stuff. Da Vinci Code, the Bible, you know, all kinds of stuff. So, yeah. um, you know, if you take a look at the book, you'll see the book list at the back. It's kind of fun. Nice. Now, during the course of your journey, you know, you also have like, you know, uh, made this, uh, this, this change on your, on your name. You know, um, you went from Becky to Rebecca. Um, you know, um, this was very important with your transformation. Uh, why, why was this, you know, um, so important to do this? Um, yeah, it was a big deal to me. My, my given name is Rebecca from my birth certificate, but I was called Becky all my life. You know, this is a nickname. Um, I was a little girl, always called that throughout my life. Um, but I, I changed pretty much my whole belief system. I changed, you know, I got a divorce. I changed my career. I moved across the country, um, now living in Southern California. So pretty much changed everything about myself. And I thought that I would uh, select a new name to honor that, to really honor that transformation. I feel like a different person. Um, so I decided to start going by Rebecca and it was a little awkward at first. Like I would even forget. Yeah. <laughs> I introduced myself one way and then I, somebody would say, well, what was your name again? And then I'd say, Becky. And then I'd be like, oh, I thought you said Rebecca. Wow. But um, it's a lot awkward, but um, now I don't even think of myself as Becky. I'm, I'm Rebecca now. Okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that definitely could, you know, uh, definitely help with like, you know, um, putting putting a cap on, uh, on just some of some of that old stuff, and you know, not letting that that residue just just spill on out, um, you know. So I, I like that, you know. Um, many people do many different things, and I, I like the I like the fact that you know you were willing to uh, drop the drop the you know the shortness, uh, and mm -hmm. just go go by Rebecca. Uh, so so you know, speaking of healing journey, you know, um, coaching has definitely been. Uh, a part of your healing journey, you know. Uh, so, how has it, how has it been uh, a part of a part of your journey? Yeah, I talk about coaching quite a lot in the book, and I got exposed to to coaching um, earlier in my career when I was still working at Kodak, and I had a coach, and she asked me if I had any regrets, and I, what came out of my mouth was I regretted I hadn't gone back to grad school, and she said, "Well, you still could, you know." <laughs> Uh, I had all these reasons why I couldn't, you know, I had little kids, I don't have time, I don't have money, you know, you know, she, through her coaching, she made me see that I could do that, indeed, right. and um, and I did, um, so that was kind of my first experience with it, and then um, when I was working with Blue Cross, I was asked to lead a coaching program, so I went off and took some training to become a coach, 
And um, that was very powerful too, because in addition to learning to be a coach, I bought a lot of good coaching. We spent a lot of time coaching each other as students. Um, and so I met another really good friend of mine that's, that's uh, been a big part of my coaching or spiritual journey or just life journey. And her name is Anne. And um, so she's, she's also a, a character in my book. Nice. So, so you got different characters here, you know, um, you know, that that's incredible too. So, you know, um, and one of them is um, the moon goddess. But before before we talk into talk about the moon goddess, um, you know, at what point, you know, did you you know begin these conversations with the moon? Yeah. So what happened was, um, as we were doing some training in the coaching program about making decisions and how to how to help people make decisions by talking to your internal community. Or your internal board of directors, right? So you got all these voices in your head <laughs> telling you, you should do this, or no, you should do that. And so trying to, trying to sort that out. So at the time, I was trying to figure out, should I leave, leave my husband, or should I stay? And um, he was actually, he had just gotten a job in another city, and I was trying to decide, am I going to move too? So I had all these voices in my head, you know, some were saying, well, you know, you've got to be the good wife, and support your husband, you've got to stay with him, go move to this new city, and then other but like you'd be crazy to do that, you know, all the stuff that's been going on, right? So I'm trying to sort this out. And I, um, so my dog got me up in the middle of the night, and you know, I she didn't usually do that, and I was just like, oh, she must have to go out. So we go out, and there's this huge full moon, and you know, one of those really big ones, you know, <laughs> and um, it was, I felt like I, I don't know how to describe this other than it was like it was talking to me. And kind of a voice in my head, speaking of voices in the head. Um, and she said, You're missing the point. And I was like, What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean you're missing? What does that mean? And she said, It's not about whether you move in one city, stay in this city, you know, whether you stay with this guy or not. You know, it's, it's not about what you do, it's about how do you want to feel. And how do you want to be? Who do you want to be in this world? You know, so you're, you're just missing the point by focusing on, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. So that was how it started. And then it continued. I mean, it, it this, the same thing. So I would wake me up in the night, we'd go outside. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, yeah. Moon would talk to me, and we'd have all these conversations. Right. It was, it was pretty wild. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. You know, so, you know, um, that's definitely a, a great way to, to get some guidance on nature is uh, definitely, you know, a, a, a great, you know, uh, uh, vocal uh, focal point of uh, just, you know, uh, understanding, you know, um, how to move forward, you know, in our journeys, how to, you know, uh, to to gather some, some intel and information. And, you know, uh, I find it quite impressive. Uh, and you know, as the dog answers, you know, <laughs> it agrees with me, you know, so that's, that's great. That's great. So, you know, with that being said, you know, uh, tell us, tell us just, you know, you know, the underlying theme for both books and, you know, and, and maybe just give us some, you know, some, some additional words of encouragement and, and wisdom that you want to provide with us. You know, before sure. We yeah, I'd say, you know, there's definitely a common thread through both books and it's really about identifying and then choosing what you'd like your life to be like and then, to, then taking the steps to achieve it. So the, the Sunday Day 30 book is the process for kind of a how-to. And then um, my memoir really gives my story of what I did, how I did it. Um, 
So in terms of a final message that I'd like to leave your listeners with is you are much stronger than you know, and you can create the life you want. So go for it because you're worth it. That's truly beautiful. And, you know, I really like that. And, you know, they, they really going to harness on to those words. Uh, you, you really, really speak, you know, from the heart here and, um, you know, we can take everything we have learned here today and, you know, and just instantly apply it in our lives. And, you know, if we feel stuck in any way, shape or form, you know, we can, you know, uh, definitely, you know, um, you know, be empowered to, you know, uh, you know, just get out of whatever, you know, bit of rut we, and, you know, and, 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 and most importantly, you know, not, not pointing any fingers, um, you know, sometimes we point fingers at stuff and, you know, really, you know, if we begin to work on our, on ourselves, um, and, you know, and even find, you know, um, loving people like the way you know, loving people you found in your life. Um, that is uh, Darlene and Anne and, um, you know, great family members and a dog. <laughs> so, and, you know, and even just, you know, uh, communicating with the moon, you know, um, you know, just nature, you know, being able to look out in nature and realize that, hey, this whole life is just huge, you know, and vast. And it's just it's just mm. so much bigger than just, you know, right, what I see in front of me. And um, I can see, if I can see love and all of that, you know, I can, I can definitely continue on. So I, I love what you're doing. I love what you're doing. Uh, so you, so you're very welcome. So um, mm-hmm. tell us where we can find the book. And uh, if, if you have any, um, you know, websites or anything like that, you know, you can mm-hmm. drop that as well. Okay. Um, yes, both books are available on Amazon. So you can look for Rebecca Rising and you can look for Sunday at 830 which is by Darlene Ryan and Rebecca Thompson. And they are both available on Kindle and in paperback. And I also have a website, which is evolvewithoutlimits.com. And there are links to the books there as well, uh, as well as kind of my schedule of um, where I'm speaking and how to get in touch with me for coaching and all kinds of good stuff. So I hope you'll come visit me there. Nice. Uh, so, so do hold the line just briefly here, and I'm just going to close this out, you know, uh, real quickly. Uh, so, so ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you're watching with your parents, uncles, whoever you're watching with, you know, so you, you have a call to action right now. You know, you know that right? you know, that was coming. Uh, so, you know, um, you know, before you do that, you know, how about you take the time out right now to rewind this wonderful episode recording back a couple of times so you can digest all of the information that was presented here today and begin to share with someone else after you have done that. You know, very important to share the wealth uh, as well. This is a wealth of wisdom coming your way. Uh, so our great friend, Rebecca, is, you know, definitely on, you know, continuing her transformation journey, continue to spread, spread the good message. Uh, so uh, do take time out, share with a friend, family member. And if you think you got an enemy out there, I don't know why the heck you do think you got one, share with an enemy, make an enemy a friend of me. You know, we, we, they will appreciate you so much more when they hear this wonderful information. They were like, hey, where the heck you get this from? They say, yeah, just tell them, hey, hey, you got to listen to it and keep listening to it. And then after that, buy a book, buy two books, because there's two books and then make it times two. You know, then you have four books and then you can share it with your friend. And after that, <laughs> you know what to do after that. Just come back and listen for more. Uh, so <laughs> this is the Transform You Live show. I'm your host, Marcus Hart. Don't forget to leave a comment. You know, all the websites that you mentioned will be in the episode description to the bottom or to the right, however you are viewing or listening. Until next time, many blessings, peace, and lots of love. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.